Okay, so I've just gone ahead and purchased another three properties in my portfolio. If you're interested in why I've done it, the rationale behind it, as well as all the numbers around the actual purchases, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now there are a lot of new subscribers here. So hi, how are you? If you haven't had a chance to go check out all the other videos that I've made over the last couple of years, I urge you to do so without actually getting sick of my voice. But for those that don't know, I don't spend all of my time making YouTube videos. I actually run a full service buyers agency. Over the last three years, we've had more than 200 clients that we've helped purchase property. Our full service buyers agency includes us going out there, locating the property for you, doing the research for you, and basically partnering up with you where you can utilize our expertise to get the right performing asset and then you keep it long-term. As a reference, last year being 2022, the national average of property prices in Australia went down by 7.1%. But in the same period of time, our annualized average returns for property investors was 12.12%, which means effectively we outperformed the national market by about 19%. Meanwhile, most people were sitting there watching the news headlines and it was crazy because we had rates go from 0.1 all the way up past three. So if you're interested in properties like the ones that I've purchased, as well as needing direction in your portfolio, definitely contact me. I'll leave links in the description below, as well as the pinned comments as well. So you probably clicked on the video thinking, this guy must be an idiot. I've seen so many news articles, as well as so much news coming out around how there's a recession coming, how property prices will drop by 20 or 30%. It's guaranteed because economists said so. Some guy at a bank was like, hey, yeah, it's definitely gonna drop. It's gonna drop again. Now, yes, some of those guys have merits, but a lot of these guys have been wrong so many times. In fact, they came out in 2020 and said, oh yeah, property markets were gonna drop by 40%. The world is coming to a collapse here. And I was the only one on the internet coming out saying, oh, I think property prices might go up. In fact, we're probably gonna have a boom. If you wanna check out that detailed video, it's a whiteboard video I made in April, 2020, definitely go check out this one, it's gold. But at that time, they started tweeting about me. They started making fun of me. They made me a meme. They were like, this guy doesn't know anything. And then 12 months later, it played out. I even replied to them and was like, hey, I'm not sure what happened, can you explain? And of course I didn't get a response. But the main point that I'm trying to make here is that there is always someone saying something, right? Including myself. I'm a pretty optimistic dude, but when it comes to like property and coming to the logic of statistics and how things play out, it is very much just based on numbers. So when I'm looking at that, I'm saying, well, yeah, I was already saying that we're gonna have emotional markets drop. And in some cases in Sydney, we had property prices drop by almost 20 to 25% in some suburbs. But I've always held conviction around the fact that there's always opportunities. And that's exactly what we saw in 2022, which is why the properties we purchased for clients perform so well because we have a methodology that actually works. The national average of the house prices here in Australia are largely determined by the upper end of the market when it comes to Sydney and Melbourne. So with fears of a recession and interest rates to continue moving higher, why would I purchase now? I'm going to keep it really simple. When there's massive fear, there's often great opportunities. And on top of that, I personally believe we're severely underpriced for good quality assets in certain locations. Now, why do I say certain locations? Well, it all comes down to supply and demand when you break it down. It's the basic law of economics. So what this effectively means is if there's five people there and there's four properties available to purchase, well, guess what? One's gonna miss out and they don't wanna miss out, which means they're gonna pay above. And then the opposite occurs when there's too much supply. So if there's 10 properties, but there's only six people that wanna buy, well, they can choose which property they want. And in that case, the vendors might get a little itchy and they'll go, yeah, I'll probably just sell. And then it's a race to the bottom, which is where you start seeing the declines in prices. Now, I will share my key takeaways 
of what I've been learning, what I'm doing at the moment later in this video. So be sure to stay all the way through, but let's jump into some of the numbers. Now, despite having the ability to go and purchase properties at a million, $2 million or $3 million in one shot, I actually prefer to purchase foundational properties where I know I'm going to get the highest return on investment, not just from a cash flow perspective, but also from a capital growth perspective. So despite people coming out and saying, well, I can afford a million dollar property, so I'm going to buy a million dollar property. Well, in my case, I could afford to buy three or $4 million worth of real estate in the one go. So yes, I could go down to the Northern beaches and be like, Hey, this is a nice area. Let me go buy here. But the truth is that I just want to know the numbers make sense to me. I don't care what the property looks like. It just needs to serve the purpose. As I've said on the channel, I'm a very big supporter of rent vesting. I think if you were to look at real estate and going out there building wealth with real estate effectively, I think rent vesting is the best tactic in 2023. So the three properties that I purchased average out to be about $400,000 with an average yield of 5.6%. The total value of all the properties that I purchased was $1.2 million and they were renting for $1,280 per week. Now I advocate for positive cash flow properties. In this case, I'm going to find that after I've purchased everything, I've settled on everything and then I go ahead and pay all my expenses, I'm going to find that I'm slightly negative. Now when I say slightly, it's going to be like $20, $30 a week from my pocket, which is I'm not going to lose sleep over. But the reality is that I've purchased these very strategically. One, because of the location, I know where there's growth. Two, I bought them under market value, which is what we do for clients as well. And that allows me to already get a buffer in place, knowing that I could go in here, renovate at any point in time, increase my rents by about 60 to $80 and suddenly, it's positive cash flow. But instead of getting caught up in the $20 a week that I'm going to lose because it's slightly negative, yes, that is a better position to be in than someone spending three to $400 negative cash flow every single week. There's a big difference. But these are the same properties we were purchasing 12 to 18 months ago when interest rates were low. And when we were purchasing back then and interest rates were at that point, you could be pocketing anywhere between $6,000 and $7,000 a year in positive cash flow. So I would then go, and I know I'm cheating here a little bit because I'm giving you a key takeaway up front, but the reality is that you're not thinking about real estate today. You're not thinking about it tomorrow. You're thinking about how does this perform over the next seven to 10 years at least. And if you think about interest rates, how quickly they can go up, how quickly they can come down, where we're at in terms of the economic cycles, we're at a point where in 2023, we are definitely cutting rates. I know it's not a popular opinion, but if you wanted to go check out my month by month play of when I think interest rates are cutting, definitely go check out this video. So if I can be in a position where each of these properties have increasing rents because vacancy rates are so low, the average in all of these areas was 0.1 which effectively means there's no properties available. So if I can go in there, I'm purchasing property that provides another solution for tenants, but it often comes with the fact that there's an increased demand. So again, as we talked about when it comes to buying property, it's also about renting property. There could be 10 people wanting to rent a property and that's a lot higher than there was say 12 months ago. You see, as interest rates go up, more people have their borrowing capacities lost. So they could go from, I wanted to buy in this market to now I'm gonna rent in this market. And that increases the pool of how many people are gonna rent. So suddenly if there's five properties properties to rent and we've gone from five people wanting to rent it. Yeah, it's a neutral market. But if we've gone from five people wanting to rent it to now 15 people renting it, that's where you have the rental crisis. So looking at just these three properties, if interest rates drop by 100 to 150 basis points in the next two years, which I believe is very conservative and there's a high chance that it's going to happen. And then I've got the rental growth that's coming. I could be in a position where each of these properties will give me about $8,000 positive cash flow. So if I did 8,000 by three, that's $24,000 extra that I'm making. And I was able to 
secure it today because there's less investors in the market. People are scared and they don't want to go in because they were like, hey, well, I don't want to pay 20 bucks from my pocket. I'm going to wait till the market completely capitulates and that's when I'll get in. People are already front running what these interest rate cuts will look like. And that's why the demand is increasing. So that's from a cash flow perspective. These three properties potentially giving me about $25,000 a year in positive cash flow. What does the capital growth look like? I always use 7% as a conservative number for all of my clients, knowing every single year for the last three years, we've outperformed not only the national average, but we've definitely outperformed the 7% capital growth. So in this case, if we go ahead and say, we're gonna grow at 11%, which is still lower than what we did last year, that would mean $132,000 in equity growth, plus the $30,000 that I got upfront as value because I bought under market value. So in the space of 12 months, I could be in a position where I've made $160,000. If I was to double that up and we look at what our cash flow and capital growth looks like after just two years, I could be in a position where I'll have pocketed almost $300,000 worth of equity from just three properties, plus I'm getting the $25,000 a year in positive cash flow. If that all made sense to you, smash that like button. So here comes the key takeaway. If you're going to go ahead and purchase property now, think about what the cash flow looks like in 12 to 18 months. Don't think about what the cash flow is right now. Yes, of course, you're going to have to look at the cash flow because otherwise you'll not have enough money to pay for the thing. But what I'm saying is based on today's prices, people are selling property knowing what they're getting rented for today. They're looking at the interest rate environment and they're going, well, this seems fair for an investor to go and purchase. But what you need to look at is going, hey, if I increase by 10, 20 or $30, if I've purchased in the right location, that's naturally going to happen over the next year to two years. So if the rents increase, they're going to start looking at increasing the value as well, which is where we're going to start seeing a lot of this growth come in in 2023 and 2024. Think about real estate as the long game. In the short term, sure, you can go in, make a ton of money, especially if you're using search property, the buyer's agency, you'll be able to go in, get some instant equity, go in and repeat the purchase, say six, nine, 12 months later, purchase your next one. It's very important I mentioned that because my existing portfolio allowed me to purchase all of these properties completely with equity, which means no cash from my pocket. If you want a detailed breakdown of how all that stuff works, definitely go check out this whiteboard video as well. And the final key takeaway is actually a graph. And I'm going to show you this. I've shown it on the channel before. But what you can see here is that every time we've seen a decrease in value in the national dwelling prices in Australia, the next year, 100% of the time since the 1980s has gone up. So that means we can expect in 2023 a green year, which means even if it goes up by 2% or 4%, imagine what we're able to do with a portfolio in the right area, the right properties in the right locations. When we've had a year where the prices went down by 7%, we outperformed by going up by 12%. If the national average goes up by even 2 to 3% and you've used our help to go purchase a property, we could be looking at anywhere between 10 and 15% growth. You've always got to look at your own situation. I'm definitely not a financial advisor and you know why, because let's be real, a financial advisor sitting here talking in a black t-shirt, it just doesn't suit them. So that's why I'm here giving you some free alpha. And if you guys have enjoyed this video, smash that subscribe button. And if you want the help, honestly, reach out. I'd be so happy to help you in building your portfolio too. Thank you so much for watching and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.